World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time. Pass the salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. You know, I was just thinking today as I was getting ready to do the show here, you think you have it bad. You could be in Florida. You could be in Fort Myers, Florida. And uh, you could be in Fort Myers, Florida, and just spend $120,000 on an uh, electric car. How do, you, how do you think that would be working out for you today? How would you like to? Uh, everywhere we look, see, we, we are, folks, we are totally and completely surrounded by foolishness. We've allowed foolishness to get the upper hand on everything we did. There ought to be somewhere Amen. the death of common sense. You, you know how they charge a battery? Come on, tell me. You, you, you do know this, don't you, folks? That you go out and you get a battery-powered car. <clears throat> that the car only runs on electrical charge that's in the battery. The battery gets charged by electric. Now, how is electric generated? Uh, uh, gas? Oil? Is that how it gets generated? Solar panels, so, oh, they're, the, they're all the rage. What's well, good? Left. Well, wonder how those solar panels are working today down in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. We, we live in a world of foolishness. Satan is the author of lies. He's been a liar from the beginning. And he has dominated. I'm kind of fired up because I'm gonna, I get to go speak to the group at uh, Worthington Kilbourne this morning, the seniors. And I'm going to talk to them about the truth. And I was thinking as I was coming down the steps, why is truth so offensive? What, what, what are they going to do when I walk in there, which I'm going to, and explain to them that transgenderism is a mental disorder? Actually, it's a spiritual disorder, but they're not going to understand that. But am I allowed, will they, will they tar and feather me if I go in there and make the argument that transgenderism is a mental disorder, that people who are who transgendered are are sick. Now, I don't know what you guys think. You look forward to doing that? Would you be excited about the chance to go in there and face those those kids and try to explain some truth to them? Well, I'm, I'm excited about it, but whoo, better buckle, better buckle up before we go. And crazy, crazy time. So I covered your prayers. In fact, Michelle said something about that. I came across some, some fascinating stuff I'm going to try to share with you here this morning. Is Myra in here today? Looks like there's something up. We don't have very many people. Yes, we got I am 90. Now we're pump, pumping up a little bit, a little bit low in the queue here this morning. I got a new shirt on. Rob Pugh sent it to me. Let me let me rise up here a little bit so you can see my shirt. It's a picture of Joe Biden. It says, just say no to Satan. Just say no to Satan. Good looking so, shirt. I might wear that today. You think I should wear that in there? Those kids bought out. Uh, well, Coach, I, I think most of your, a lot of your clan is from Florida probably, right? So you might. <laughs> uh, everybody's from Florida today, I would think. You know, it's funny. Our, our daughter used to, she and her husband used to own a condo in Fort Myers Beach, which is which is where it hit. And uh, folks, one of the things, my wife asked me about this this morning. She said, are you, are you going to go down there, honey? You know, we always do that. We always go. We always go to the these these scenes of these uh, as the of these catastrophes, and I said, "Well, you know, I'm open for it. You guys out there, people out there, you want to go? Do you want to anybody up to getting in the car and driving 20 hours and going down and helping the people? See, not right now because when these things happen, folks, is there's a delay, right? There's a first of all, the water's got to recede, and then everybody's got to kind of figure out what's going on, and then about four or five days, then reality." hits home that the car doesn't work and there's limbs everywhere and this is flooded and so 
if that's something maybe everybody's up up to, we could we could we could pull that off. So I I uh, I throw that out there. But uh, I want to really talk to you today about uh, <clears throat> what I was just talking about: the foolishness, the lies, and how deeply involved we all are in the lies that are going on all around us. Before I get going too deep, I'm going to let Myra get us prayed in here, so I so I can. I, I got some stuff that's going to shock you today. Promise you. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. Um, it is written. The reading today is going to be from Colossians two seven through ten. That is Colossians two seven through ten. Rooted and built up in Him, and established mm-hmm. in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle. And we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power. Love and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 See what we're doing. <clears throat> what we're doing is so dangerous. Uh, I'm, I'm, I hear a cricket. I got another cricket in here. I'll get rid of him. Even buy a ticket to come into my multi-million-dollar studio. Uh, Doctor Paul sent me a video yesterday of uh, of a survivor, uh, hospital survivor. Another one of them that they tried to kill, and see we we're in we're in the we're in the mess that we're in. You guys hear him? <laughs> Get out of here! We're in the, we're in the mess that we're in because truth doesn't really matter to us anymore. I, I was thinking about this. I'm going somewhere. Hang with hang in there with me. I was thinking about this today as I get prepared to go speak to the students. Does anybody know the long term impact? of transgenderism. Dr. Paul, let me ask you a medical question. How long has the medical world been actively involved in slicing and dicing up children? Paul's been 180 years, has it been 500 years? When did this idea of cutting off breasts and cutting off penises and when, Paul, when did did that first surface, do you think? To be honest with you, I don't think that's ever occurred. I think it's a, a just it's relatively new because remember in the fifties and sixties, this was a mental illness, right? So uh-huh. they were didn't go down there. Well, what I want to know is what foolish physician thinks he's getting past uh, first base to heaven if he's pulling this kind of crap off on kids. Well, I'm going to show you though, Paul. That's that's part of that great great response because I'm going to show you that that's the problem. See, it's the elimination of Christ and Christian values from the culture that's done this. The point that I was trying to make, though, friends, um, we kept hearing them scream and holler about. By the way, get number six ready for me, there, uh, Spence. We um, we heard them scream and holler about the long term effects of the vaccination. The long term effects. Does anyone know what the long term effects and long term impacts are? Folks, do we have any long-term effects of the impacts of transgenderism on any human being ever anywhere? No. Look, look at this, folks. Tennessee House GOP requests Vanderbilt Medical stop performing gender surgeries on children, and they refer to it as abuse. Why is it taken so part? I'm going to say damn in a minute. Why is it taking so damn long for our elected officials to stand up? So we have politically correct things that you are not allowed to talk about. How long has it, what, what if we were going around, 
What if some guy came around and said, you know what? I feel like I only have one arm. My whole life, I felt like I've only had one arm. And so we take them to Vanderbilt University and we cut off their arm so that they are what they feel. Or, or how about this one? How about some guy who says, you know what? You guys may think this is strange, but I've always felt like I was paralyzed. I always felt like I was in a wheelchair. So let's take him to Vanderbilt University and let's crack his spinal column and let's make him feel like he, be like he feels he is. Folks, this is at the, this is at the height of foolishness. And of course, again, coach always comes back to the same thing. Who is responsible for it? Where is the church and these clearly crazy, demonic, experimental surgeries? Where's the church? See, church won't get involved because it might hurt somebody's feelings. might hurt somebody's feelings. And so the church won't stand up and say, hey, by the way, boys and girls, uh, we hate to make everybody nervous out here. But, uh, you know, there 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 are some demonic things going on. Some of these things are Luciferian. Some of these things are called by caused by demonic forces that we don't understand. And this little boy who thinks he's a girl is probably either mentally ill or demonically impacted or both. Where's the church? Where's the church? See, the church doesn't even believe in it. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Matthew 18, pull it up there for me real quick, Spencer. Matthew 18. Matthew 18. Hang on, Jude, I'll get you in a second. I'm going to go get that cricket. Can you scroll down, Spencer? I can't read. There you go. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who's the greatest in the kingdom? And Jesus called a little child over to him. Remember when Dave, my, my grandson David comes and sits on my lap and little Andy comes over and sits on my lap. He called little David in. And he set little David down in the midst of him. And he said, verily, verily, truly I say unto you, except you be converted, become as little children, you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. I'm pausing right there for, for a reason. Hmm. Because why? A little child is totally and completely full of faith. If my if I if I tell my grandkids I'm going to take them to Haman's and get them an ice cream cone, they know I'm going to do it. If I tell them in the morning that tonight we're going to go get a, uh, Grampy's going to take you and get a pizza, they know I'm going to take them and get them pizza. In fact, around supper time, they'll start saying, Grampy, when are we going to go get the pizza? Why? Because they're little children. And they believe everything their Grampy tells them. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. 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 Jesus said, unless you be like these little kids, and you believe every word I say, you ain't going to make it, man. And now listen, all I could do, Lord. You're not talking about heaven. You're not talking about going to heaven when he dies. He's talking about a kingdom. You shall not enter into the kingdom of God. Oh, I got to teach on that again. He said, therefore, whosoever therefore shall humble himself in a faith manner like a little child. That seems the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Not not heaven, not where we're going, but kingdom of heaven is within us, they told us. Jesus said it's imminent. You can reach it and touch it. And we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Right now, here, right now, I'm in the kingdom of heaven. I'm sorry if you don't get it. Sorry. Amen. And so whoever shall receive one such little child in my name, Receive it to me. Look, folks, he's not talking about children. He's talking about childlike faith. Childlike faith. How many of you out there can honestly say you have childlike faith? That everything that the Lord said to you, you know he's going to do. Because he's a man of his word and he cannot lie. But 
but hate that word. But whosoever shall offend, hey Spencer, go to Webster. Offend. I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. To attack or to assail, to shock, to wound, to pain, to annoy, to injure, to transgress, to violate, to disturb, annoy, or cause to stumble, to draw to evil, or hinder in obedience. Oh, my Lord, are you kidding me? To draw to evil or hinder in obedience. To cause to sin or neglect duty. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Mm. Okay, go back. Wrong one. But whoever shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged around his neck and he would drown in the depth of the sea. Boom. Woe unto the world because of offenses. Wow. For it must be, it, for it must needs be that offenses come. We have to offend. Folks, we have to offend. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Wherefore, if thine hand or thy foot offend thee, cut it off. Cast it far from you. It's better for you to enter into life, not heaven, halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if your eye offends you, so you keep looking at pornography, better for you to pluck it out. It's better for you to enter into the life with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven the angels do always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. Hang on. Stop. For the Son of Man has come to save those, those which was lost, or that which was lost. So perhaps it's time we ask ourselves, what is it that's been lost? Spencer, did I, did I send you uh, the Gettysburg Prayer? Did I send that to you? Okay, right there, brother. Pull that up to the 18, right there. I think you got it right where we want it. Uh, I want you to hear, this This video is at, at our website. This is Craig Mickle, Mr. Zero. Uh, I want you to hear my wife's prayer for the children at Gettysburg. Go ahead and play it, Craig. I'm not Craig. Because I think there's a lot of moms that are crying over their kids right now. And the Lord said, Michelle Dobbenmeyer is the woman for this call. So Michelle, please come here. I was going to say that he asked me from a mother's heart, and you know how much of a mother and grandmother that I am. And I, um, what came to me when he asked me that from a mother's heart is Matthew 18, 6. God takes what we do to our kids and what we don't do pretty seriously. Some of you already know it. Whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it would be better for them that a millstone be hung around his neck and thrown into the deepest part of the sea. Amen. Listen to that. God takes how we're deceiving our children very, very seriously.
seriously. And it all starts with the moms and the dads and the grandmas and the grandpas and the aunts and the uncles and the cousins and the brothers and sisters and your neighbor. You all have neighbors that have kids. It starts with us. We have got to stop it. To stop what's going on. And I just want to repent. I wrote some things down for us to repent about from a mother's heart and I looked up the word repent so it, the dictionary meaning is express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoings or sin think about that to repent is to express express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or, or sins and that's what we're here to day to do to repent to express our sincere regret of remorse for what we've allowed to go on in this country and I just wanted to like I said from a mother's heart just all of us gather and repent right now Father God for the slaughter of our innocent little baby boys and girls it happened on our watch my watch all the watch of many of us here when we made it not really legal but it became an edict of our land so father god we repent we repent from the bottom of our hearts over the slaughter of the innocent boys and little girls lord god and we ask for mercy and we ask to, to guide us into what we can do from this day forward to stop this slaughter there's something each and every one of us can do whether it be praying in your room or going down to a clinic or telling your grandchildren about the sanctity of life we all can do something from this day forward when we repent and ask for his forgiveness the other thing that i um repent for is the raising of our children so many of us have not raised them in the fear and admonition of the Lord. We have not taught his precepts and statutes, and we've let them run wild and free while we're going and doing our business and doing our careers, and we've neglected to raise our children. Some kids don't even know who Jesus Christ is. So, Father, we repent of that. We can't go back, but we can move forward, and we ask your forgiveness and give us direction and how we can help from this day forward our neighbors our grandchildren whatever that we can begin to tell them about Jesus Christ and what he's done we have to let the world know that Jesus Christ is Savior and don't hide him under a bushel because we've hid him there for so long and also I want to repent of just the opposite we've raised our kids and put them on such a pedestal and we've let them run and become selfish, indulgent children, Lord. And let them do whatever they wanted to do and not giving them guidance of anything, Lord. So I repent that we have done that to our children and not been there and disciplined them and taught them respect and taught them to love you, Lord. So forgive us and from now on, from this point, touch somebody with the love of Jesus Christ. We also repent for um, the government schools, Lord God. We know that we know how awful they are, Lord Jesus. And the things that go on there, and we just ignore them. We just ignore the LGBTQ and the homosexual and just a total disrespect and lying of our history that their children are being taught. So, God, we repent. We remove. We just lay, we just give remorse and regret for that. And Lord, may we start now and go to the school boards and go to our teachers and go to the places that God calls you to tell the truth. We can't be ignorant anymore. We have to speak the truth wherever we go and wherever we assemble in our schools and in the churches as well, Lord Jesus. And so I just... um want to take the last repentance that everybody just take a quick moment in their own lives and then the children they have come in contact with or they've raised or not raised and that you would just think of something personal that you could ask the Lord to do to forgive you to forgive you and have mercy on you
just take one ten seconds to say in your heart what that is that you know between you and the Lord. I know you hear the cries and the repentance of these people that are here, Lord Jesus. I know you hear it, Lord God, and have mercy on them and forgive them. And you have said, go and sin no more. So, Lord, may to each and every one of us reach out with a mother's heart, a father's heart, a grandmother's heart to these children, these innocent little baby boys and girls and teenagers, Lord. They need us to teach the truth of Jesus Christ. We just thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we've dropped the ball, haven't we? Amen. Haven't we dropped, haven't we dropped the ball with our children? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into that den of iniquity today, and I'm going to try to counter everything they've been taught with truth. And the truth won't even sound like truth to them. Our children, the next generation of Americans. Taught lies. Everywhere you look, lies, lies, lies. In the church, wow. Kevin says that Thomas Paine says, if you're afraid to offend, you can't be honest. If you're not honest, you're lying. I got more, but Jude has been hanging on there for a while. Come on in, Jude. Coach, you guys hit that right on the head. When we talk about... Um today's times versus you know the 60s the 70s or even going back before uh, you know the 1800s we dealt with the the gay topic or maybe even demonic spirits but what's happened is the military industrial complex which today is the medical industrial complex amen brother amen go on medical medical military industrial complex their goal and so when we talk about the children, the amount of vaccinations, you know, in the 70s and 80s, you know, you used to get uh, 10 different vaccines or five different vaccines. And today they're they're getting 40, 50, um, just off the charts. But their goal in doing so, because they couldn't kill the children, is Satan, the Luciferians, their goal is transhumanism. Mm. What does that mean? They hate our cre- God's creation so much. The seed of the woman. They hate the seed of the woman. Yes. Go on. Coach, coaches, you, you, I, everyone on this call, um, except for the infiltrators, <laughs> those people have no idea that our DNA is endowed by us by our creator. And he created us perfect in his image. And so the transhuman agenda is through these uh, vaccines is they want to alter the DNA. Hey, Judah, they want to prove God to be a liar. Keep going exactly. So I'm walking Amen. through Kroger's. Amen. And I, see, I see a guy that's checking out. I pray for him. But what's happened to him, because he's dressed like a, a woman now, you know, he's changed his hair. He's cut off, you know, his his pecker he's done all these things in his mind his dna has been altered he can't even think rationally for himself outside of demonic spirits now his dna has been changed and altered. he can't think for himself and they're causing these people to want to do these things and it's like they've set themselves off into the abyss and this is the modern day we talk about zombies. We talk about people that literally they don't know who they are because they do not know who they are in Christ because their DNA has been altered. Amen. And Amen. so we got to get back to this thing of education and identifying. You know, in football, you talk about, you know what, if you don't know the defense, you, you Friday night you're getting ready for the game. And, you know, you call out that defense. You know, we're playing a 4-3 defense tonight. Or, hey, we're playing a nickel defense. Or we're playing a 3-4 defense. If you don't know the defenses or the offenses that are you needed to be used against these pharmaceutical companies and what they're trying to put into your children's bodies, 
people have to be educated and let people know don't put that needle in your kids arms because yeah you may not notice it in the first two or three years but now these kids get into 10 12 15 18 years old you walk into a school today and boys don't know if they're boys and girls don't know if they're girls the reason why that didn't happen in the 70s and 60s is because they didn't have these shots in their arms their dna was not altered and so today it's altered and what we need to do is we need to call it out Amen. we need to let these schools you know what john hopkins university what do you know vanderbilt university they were getting these defense contracts um, from these bad military military industrial complex doctors like dr uh Francis Collins or Dr. Uh, Lieber or Dr. Uh, uh, Fauci, and they're messing with the human genome. And, all uh, of them probably, all of them probably non-believers. All of them non-believers. All There's of them. No such thing, folks. There's no such thing as a neutral position towards the Creator. You cannot have a neutral position. Go ahead, Jed. No, that, that's uh, that's what it is. Just identifying. We need to bring this out of the dark and into the light and let people know, guys, education, education, letting people know. I go up into uh, Ashland or Mansfield every once in a while, and I see the, see the Amish families. And, uh, gosh, there's a, there's a frequency about them. You know, yep. agree or disagree, the frequency is they don't have this DNA alterations in their bodies, and they can hmm. still think for themselves. They still have their family nucleus intact. And there's a respect that goes to understanding what they're doing because they, they don't have pharmacia in their body. Wow, Jeb. You said a mouthful there, brother. You said a mouthful. Rich, come on in. I, listen, I want to get you in. I got a lot. I still got more. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, David, you know, I think it goes, to me, it goes back to first truth. Romans yeah. 1, 18 starts talking about how God you know, reveal himself to all of us, and we have no excuse that we, that we can't deny him. Think of, Rich, think, of the first, think of the first truth going into the minds of most kids in public schools. Think that's that right. First so, so right. we've 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 he's turned a bunch of us, a bunch of people over into the delusion, which then in turn is all you know messing with our kids that are pre um, accountability and. And it just the, the domino effect that happens, and and I guess my my question to you all is, after you reading Mark, uh, Matthew eighteen, I feel like even though I am trying my best in my little circle here in Indiana to to counteract this and try to bring first truths, uh, I feel like I'm still going to have blood on my hands going when I go to the throne, mm. and and uh, you know I just. I, I'm with I'm with your I'm with Michelle. I my heart weeps because I don't know how to stop this, or how to even with the pastors. How do you even? I can't even can't even get it through their heads. The first truth, you know. So thanks. Yeah, and, well, hey, hey, Rich, that's look. I hammer on pastors constantly. I know that I do, but the awesome responsibility that they have, and they don't talk about anything relative to what's going on. They're not waking up the people to show we are not ignorant of his devices and the pastors are not showing the people his devices. Amen. Instead, instead our pastors are telling people, take the jab, take it. Listen to the government, obey the government. The government has been seized by Lucifer, and our pastors are telling them, put your kids in those schools. Boom. Uh, I, I, so, so, so we're uncap- incapable of recognizing how the enemy's working, folks. Uh, it's, it's, it must break the heart of God, uh, first of all, to see how easily we've been deceived. Man, I, I got a lot of comments coming up, and I got a lot to share. Go, Lorianne. Go ahead. Um, thank you. I just had a couple points. Um, what struck me in first was your comment um, about that this transgender issue is it's a mental disorder, and what it is is they're not they're they're being transformed. Their minds are being transformed, but Satan's the one transforming their minds. Amen. 
And, you know, and the only way to get that straight is by the word of God and speaking the truth so Amen. that the word can be transformed and renewed, right, Amen. to to the truth, right? And I live, living here in the Chicago area, J.B. Pritzker and his family, they, who's, J, Pritzker is the governor of Illinois, and he's a very Amen. evil man, very, yes. very evil man. And um, they have the Pritzker School of Law that's with Northwestern. And then they also have the Pritzker Medical Building that's at the University of Illinois, Chicago. And they had this whole transgender thing going on because his brother, wait, his brother thinks he's he's a chick. And, you know, that's, and, and they're just pushing like that, that whole thing, you know, and, and like the, there's a church, like churches here in the Chicago area, literally were holding vaccine clinics. You know, inside their churches, and I had to convince my daughter, you know, because she's been um, indoctrinated so bad, and me being a single mom and trying to come up against it, going, look, they're being paid by the government, because these are government churches, to preach Amen. a government agenda. And that's all that it is. They're not there looking out. They're not, they're not coaching. They're, they're not being good shepherds. Nope. There's no, they think they have no accountability to God for their flocks. They think they have no accountability to anybody but themselves. Amen. And it enrages me because it's, you know, all these people's lies are, all these people are believing lies. And they're and finally, it's just that they're to me, if they're Satanists with the Bible, because Satan knows the word, you know, and they're just Satanists with the Bible. And half these preachers are just Medusas with these with and I see snakes coming from from their heads because they're all biting and their venom is just spreading, you know, all throughout the churches, you know. And, you know, I mean, I've got we've got in the Chicago and I'll end it with this. I mean, in the Chicago area, we have Bill Hybels who had to step down because Willow Creek is a disaster. You know, James McDonald, that man is a literally extremely evil, dangerous man. you know, and he's still thinking he and it's a cult mentality, and that's what's happened to the church. It's just all cults, and nobody's sticking to the word of God, and nobody wants to risk step, stepping out and telling the truth to save lives. And that's the Satanist, gospel. Quote of the day: Satanists with a Bible. Thank you, Laura. Satanists with a Bible. Jack, come on in. Then Amen. Dale. Hey, um, whoever did that rant on the industrial complex was so right on one of the, remember, we got to go back to first things, right? One of the adjuvants that's set up for those, for those uh, vaccines to work so well is aspartame, NutraSweet, which has been put in everything. And it's a neurotoxin. Amen. 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 Dale. Well, brother, going back to two of your points, one is that out of Luke chapter 19, when Jesus is talking with Nicodemus, what is that? See, what we do and what Michelle's prayer was and what you do as a coach, you don't tell your football players about football. You teach them about football. And so I don't know, but maybe I'm misreading when I read the end of Mark and Matthew and Luke. It doesn't say go tell them. It says, go teach them everything that I have shown you, brother. And so what they have done in the school system, they don't just tell them about transgenderism. They teach it by the verb, by cutting off penises and doing all of this crazy stuff. That's what been taught to them. And what does the church do? Going, oh, I've been telling everybody about Jesus. No, when you teach them, you don't just teach them the yays, but you also teach them the nays. That's wrong. Dale, not only that, brothers, we teach people to hide from the devil, not to confront him. Come on in, Mark. Come on, Mark. Yeah, Coach, I sent you something. I sent it to Spencer. I don't know if he can show it. But the government is uh, pushing for companies to do genetic uh, modifications for our health. Show it up there, Spencer, if you can. Throw that link up there. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, the words in it are just amazing. I mean, if this should go out, everyone should understand 
you know, biomanufacturing, biotechnologies for the betterment of our health. But it's all about what that gentleman spoke of earlier, changing the image of God. Now, remember, those women who sat there with Jesus, how does Jesus not know somebody, coach? Mm. All right. What happened to the times before Noah? See, seeds of the serpent exist, and they want to modify the seeds of the woman to be the seeds of the serpent. They want to Mm. modify us, the image of God, and it's our spirit. I love what he said about the DNA. It's it's proven if you have depression and you have all these things over a period of time, your DNA's changed, and you pass those genes on to your children. Wow. Okay, so if they modify us and our behavior enough, it's written into our books, Coach. Amen. So, so we have to unlearn. You know how you teach us to unlearn? Yes. Well, what we're doing is actually rebuilding our DNA. It's all about this. And that's wow. what drives our, our, our bodies. That's what drives our health. And you guys know that Jesus is our health. He can rewrite our DNA. And we know people who he's done that to, Coach. He fixed their brains, he fixed their minds, he fixed their bodies. He, it's the DNA that does it. Those are the books. Those are our instructions. We have the ability to keep our books clean and pure. And the government, y'all read this, get it, put it in the chat or whatever, and look at what they're doing. This stuff's coming because I got to defend it. All Without- of this has cyber. All this has cybersecurity. You can hack it. So I published this on my LinkedIn. Folks, none of it with any long-term testing or experimentation. None of it. None of it. None of it. Joe Allen, Paul, then after Reggie, I got something. I got something I got to get in. Go, Joe. So from our killing mills to the biotechnology that they put in our bodies, we have lost generations from what they're saying up to the age of 44. Yes. Yes. All of our problems are from abortion. 80 million people. How many taxpayers would that be? How many mechanics? How many computer technicians? How many, you name it, huh? How many would be paying into the social security system? See, there's consequences to ungodly behavior. Dr. Paul. What uh, the Trumpster was uh, mentioning is, yes, it's correct. And actually, it's kind of interesting because I do genetic testings like for MTHFR gene. That's a real common gene in our in our pool. About 50 to 60% of us have it. And it, it, it contributes to depression. It contributes to poor autoimmune function, just about everything. And if you consider that it's 60% of the population, we don't live as long because I, I honestly believe that this has been the plan since the beginning with these godforsaken vaccines. And I mean every single one of them. Amen, At some Doc. point Amen. in the 70s, they switched. They just switched off and started playing games because we never looked at when the, what is in the vaccines. And Madej, Carrie Madej, when she was in, in med school near the heart of the beast, near NIH in Georgia and all that place, they had a foolish professor from that, that group who came in and explained what was in the vaccines. And that's when she got wind of the fact that we are in for a hellish time and she left the country. And this is mm. what's happening right now. No vaccines at all, including tetanus. Folks, it's been a long march by the Luciferians through the medical system, baby. Uh, oh, if we only knew. So, folks, look, look. Apart from Christ, there is no good. Apart from Christ, there is no good, not no long-lasting good. And since 1947, when we removed Christ from the teaching of our children, well, we're weeping the world into that. Reggie. Boom. Thank you, Coach. I want to loop back around to what Mark was saying and expound just a little bit more. He did an amazing job. But there's a reason that St. Paul, I think it's St. Paul, it says, take captive every thought. So I'm going to just really quickly read Hebrews 4.12, and then I'll make my statement. I'll be done. For the word of God is alive and active, 
sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. When I, I, I have a lot of people that call me for a lot of things and I hear constantly, it's always, they come at the worst times. I'm, I'm being demonically attacked. I have this, I have that. I'm so upset. I can't stand my husband. I can't stand my child. They just, I mean, I am so sick. And then when people are dying, other people pray, well, I hope he goes into his death well. We don't pray like that. So we have to think about the words we are saying. I call them witchcraft. We do witchcraft on ourselves all the time. We have to be careful with the words because we transform. Because in the beginning, the word was made flesh. We transform ourselves by our words and our thoughts. And it is a physical thing that takes Amen. place and also a spiritual thing. And we really need to take hold of this. We need to live the scriptures and the words of St. Paul and the apostles because we're not smart. We're ignorant. It says my people suffer for lack of knowledge. I, I stress today, practice these things because you are, you are assisting Lucifer in transforming yourself. So please, and that, amongst all the other things, but I, that is my caution and my word for you. Amen. Uh, okay. Uh, Spencer, bring up uh, Blessings of God email. It's a, it's a standalone email that I sent to you. I, I want to, uh, it'll take me a mo- moment to connect it here because you may not get it. I, I saw this today. <clears throat> you have the UK and you have Russia. United Kingdom, prices are up. Price of food is up. Potatoes, up. Bananas, up. Cabbage, up. Tomatoes, up. Carrots, energy bills, up. In Russia, price of food's down. Potatoes, down. Bananas, down. Cabbage, down. Tomatoes, down. Everything, what's going on here? Evil Russia's being, being evil Russia? being blessed and righteous queen of England, UK is not being blessed. What's going on? What's going on? And then I saw this Putin speech. Pull it up there, Spence. See, we think think the world revolves around America. And America has, for the most part, been the conscience of the world, but we're not anymore, friends. We're not the conscience of the world anymore. We are one of the most wicked of all governments. Look, I, I don't know this for sure, but I would bet a dollar to a donut, donut that in some way, shape, or form, we blew up that that pipeline. I, I don't I don't know how. I don't I don't I can't prove it. But that sounds to me like something the American government would would do. Does anybody come to that realization besides me? Amen. But that's probably something the American government would do. Yeah, we probably do that. Yeah, we'd do that. Yeah, we would do that. So I want you to, uh, Spencer, if you can, uh, this is Putin just made this speech. And uh, it's in Russian with, with uh, you know, the words. So I'm going to read the words, so Spence. As I get through reading, just kind of forward it. I, w- I want you to hear this. Is, this is evil, wicked Putin as compared to righteous American Joe Biden. Putin says a further challenge, danger for the national Russian identity is connected to the process we observe outside of Russia. They include foreign policy, moral, and other aspects. Go ahead and forward that a little bit, Spence, if you can. We see that many Euro-Atlantic, that's the West, states have taken the way where they deny or reject their own roots, including their Christian roots, which form the basis of Western civilization. In these countries, the moral basis and any traditional identity are being denied. National, religious, cultural, even gender identities are being denied or relativized. There, 
there, politics treats a family with many children as equal to a homosexual partnership, judiciously. Faith in God is equal to faith in Satan. This is Putin! The excesses and exaggerations of political correctness in these countries indeed leads to serious considerations for the legitimization of parties that promote the propaganda of pedophilia. The people in many European states are actually ashamed of their religious affiliation and are indeed frightened to speak about their religious affiliations. Christian holidays and celebrations are abolished or neutrally renamed as if one was ashamed of those Christian holidays. With this method, one hides away the deeper moral value of these celebrations. And these countries try to force this model onto other countries globally. I'm deeply convinced that this is a direct way to the degradation and primitivization of culture. This leads to deeper demographic and moral crisis in the West. We, what can be a better evidence for the moral crisis of a human society than the loss of its reproductive function? Abortion's illegal in Russia. And today, nearly all developed Western countries cannot survive reproductively, not even with the help of migrants. That's why, the, that's why people come across the border. Without the moral values that are rooted in Christianity and other world religions, without rules and moral values which have formed and been developed over millennia, people will inevitably lose their human dignity, become brutes. We think it is right and natural to defend and preserve these moral values. One has to respect the right of every minority to self-determination, but at the same time, there cannot and must not be any doubt about the rights of the majority. At the same time, as this process at a national level in the West, we observe on an international level the attempts to create a unipolar, unified model of the world to relativize and remove institutions of international right and national sovereignty. Putin speaks about U.S. imperialism. In such a unipolar, unified world, there is no place for sovereign states. Such a world needs merely vassals. From a historic perspective, such a unipolar world of the USA would mean the surrender of one's own identity and of God-created diversity. What do you say about something like that, folks? Wow. George Washington reincarnated. Uh, huh? George and Washington we, we, reincarnated. We, we we are shocked if the when's the last I'm just curious when's the last American president that spoke of Christian values? Trump sort of did, but I I don't know if he really really believed it. Really? When's the last when's the last president of the United States, a leader in America, who stood up and exhorted Christian values and declared that we are a Christian nation? And our only answer is return to Christian values. When was the last? When was the last time we heard that? Come on in, Brett. And then Janine, Brett, then Janine. Brett's on delay. Janine, come on in. Okay, Coach, I think I'm here. Go. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I got a call from an old friend last night. He's a electrician. Uh, I wanted to put this in a little bit earlier, but anyway, he he was doing a putting a new uh, service in for a customer yesterday, existing house. When he called PPNL Pennsylvania Power and Light, he got in a conversation. He he called them to have the power turned back on. He got a conversation with the lady on the phone from PPNL, 
she said they have absolutely no transformers for anywhere in their system, along with many other power companies. So what they are doing, if, if the transformer blows out, a transformer normally supplies typically three, four, five homes. They are setting up a generator in place of the transformer. The transformers are out three to six months as of right now. So think of Florida. I mean, you know, when you have a hurricane like that, I mean, I'm sure Dale can answer this better than I, but you probably have hundreds of or thousands of transformers blown out right now in Florida. It's, it's, it's beyond belief. Amen. Amen. Hey, let me tag on to that. You know who makes those is China. There's over a six-month <laughs> uh, to eight-month lead time, and now that ever since we removed manufacturing from China, the world has been scrambling to build transformers. So he speaks yes, truth, this lady, folks. This lady said there are a couple companies in the United States that build them, but between manpower and parts, they just can't put them together fast enough. Mm-mm. Judgment of the Lord. Janine. Um, getting back to Putin, I've watched quite a bit of Russian television uh, with English subtitles, and some of their programming, let me tell you, goes exactly against what he said. There is so much um, uh, sleeping with somebody else. They're married. They're sleeping. It's always about infidelity. Oh, my gosh, it, it, to the max. So he's saying something really incredible but their TV sure doesn't uh, line up with what his words are saying. And then Kevin Van Story. Could you put that uh, Putin in the chat, please? Yes. Kevin, or uh, Patriot 17, that's Kevin, the other Kevin. Yeah, I'm going to jump back to the, the uh, transhumanism and transgenderism for a second. So you know I like memes. A lot okay i think they're very powerful and thought-provoking with one little we got picture. three minutes go kevin go we got three minutes go can you hear me yes go okay. go all right all right so anyway uh, i saw a meme the other day i thought it was pretty powerful i thought you'd get something out of it all right it shows three different people from three different generations looking back at a picture of themselves when they were a teenager the first one looked back and said you know i can't believe when i was 17 that i wore my hair like that the second one said, geez, I can't believe when I was 17, I wore those kinds of clothes. And the last one said, I can't believe when I was 17, I cut off my breasts. I hope you remember that today when you're talking to those kids. <laughs> and, and Randy and Roger. Coach, it's pretty obvious which nations are under blessing right now and which nations are under cursing. So that which was one are we, Which ones are we supporting, Randy? Which That's ones are right. we supporting? It's obvious, Coach. God is making this very obvious. God's not an American. Jesus Christ is not an American. Roger. I like Putin's words, follow his actions. Uh, most people say that he is he's playing to the Christian community there to get their support. But it's a more Christian nation than we've got here, I believe, right now. I wish Biden would play to the Christian community. Amen. But see, they can't because their God is government. Ultimately, their God is Lucifer. So anything they say, they have to couch it to make it appear like it isn't what it really is. Dr. Paul. Yeah, so if you really think that Russia blew and sabotaged that gas line to Germany, um, think about it again. The CIA, like you said, reported a couple of weeks ago that this was occurring. I'm pretty sure we had a lot to do with that. And by the way, don't don't poo-poo the German people, and they're they're good people. My last name is Goslin, and that's German. Daubenmeyer, German, but Melungeon ultimately. So so let me let me reconnect the dot. I'm running out of time. Let me reconnect the dots. See what what we teach does matter, friends. What we teach is, and so we've had a generation, an entire gener, maybe two. An entire generation taught things that are not true. Not true. We talk about the scientific method. There's no scientific method involved with cutting off breasts and cutting off penises. There's no scientific research involved with that. 
In fact, they used to call psychology, psychiatry, voodoo science, right? Because there is no truth to it, no rooted truth. And we have, we have now conflated spiritual sickness with who knows what. Medicine is now creating medical diagnoses of spiritual conditions. It all comes back to the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth, if you know it, is going to set us free. And it's time we began to stand up and push back against these forces of darkness. Only the truth is going to make us free. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.